What's really good, my people? Welcome in to No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Let's get right to it. Cubs Nationals NLDS action this weekend was off the hook. Friday, Hendricks took care of business. Saturday, Lester took care of business, but we gave the ball game away in the eighth. Game three is Monday. I got Colin Sali back in the studio of top tier. We're about to break down the matchup going into game three. Talk about how he felt about game two. Cubs, Nationals, game three, Monday. Let's get it. Boy, oh boy, Colin. Oh, my God. Game two. Oh, my God. Cubs lose 6-3 to the Nationals. We split 1-1 one one in Washington. Coming back home Monday. First off. Yes. How you feel coming out of the game? Disgusted, sick to my stomach. Uh, I threw up a little bit in my mouth um, leading up to that at-bat. I just felt terrible. I was at pressure. Hold on, forget about the at-bat. Before we, before we get to the eighth inning. But the at-bat was everything. Yeah, because we're going to get to the eighth inning. Okay. okay. First off, let's talk about Lester. Because in our, in our first episode, we talked about how we were we were a little shaky. We didn't really we we weren't shaky. But we, we knew what knew, to expect from Lester. More but we or less. knew, but we but we knew it it could go one way or go another. We did. And the top level elite, yes, John Lester was on the hill. Yes, two thousand seven Lester, Cy Young Lester. He looked phenomenal. He really did. He really did. The cutter was awesome. Ninety ninety three. He usually sits in that ninety ninety two range. But he peaked up to 93 a little bit early there, kept the ball down. And, you know, he made one mistake to Rendon. And we talked about Rendon uh, being this wild card of a, of, a, of a hitter in this Nationals lineup, um, a low-key MVP candidate, and that, that's why he hits those mistakes. Um, but, you know, Johnny's resilient. He, he bounced back, and he was able to keep a lot of good hitters off balance all night virtually. He gave up two hits, uh, one earned run. So, I mean, that's, that's exactly what you expect from a guy like John Lester, and he gave his boys a chance to find barrels, which we eventually uh, did uh, there in the early goings. And I'm gonna go. Th- I'm gonna go as far as saying he didn't even make a, a mistake to Rendon. That's a pop up. I don't know exactly what was really going on in Washington and the and and the wind and the jet stream. He that wasn't even really a mistake. It's a good place to hit. I spent some time in the D.C. area. I actually lived there for a couple years, and it's a thick humid air and the ball flies in that shit and there's a nice little Potomac River right you got some breeze in the mix shit can get really really uh hitter friendly to so to speak in that part of uh, DC so yeah Rendon hit a decent pitch well and you know he he really saw it deep and fucking line drive to right field I am giving him too much credit line drive you're right I'm giving him too much credit I am and I know you know what a line drive it was it on a line it was not on yes, the line. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Okay. Well, maybe I then maybe my it was eyes was, maybe my eyes was playing tricks on me because it was it was professional hitting. John Lester was dealing. Yes. He was living on the corners. Yes. He was living down and away. Yes. Rendon caught a piece of the ball at the end of his bat, went the other way, and it went the the fence said three thirty five, I believe, and it went three thirty eight. I mean, maybe three forty. It definitely wasn't a no doubter. I agree. Because but we know what a no doubter looks like. We do. You understand what I'm saying? We do. We know. We what do. A, we we know, saw one. We know what a no doubter looks like, and that definitely wasn't one. So I'm going to say that Lester was on his shit for hundred percent. No hundred percent. No doubt about it. He was all over it. 
It was I, great. Which was good to see. Beca- because then on top of that, if I'm – Rizzo hit a homer right after that. And Contreras, then Rizzo. Con- I'm sorry. Contreras, yes. then Rizzo. Yes. Contreras which was a pop-up. Contreras' home run was a pop-up too. That was a legit pop-up. So, because I, <laughs> I looked at Rendon's and I saw that and I'm like, damn, that was a pop-up. And then when Contreras went out, I'm like – well, shit, pop-up for a pop-up is 1-1. Yo, did you see how Wilson pimped that, that, that ball and he just he it knew it was like gone? It looked like he knew it was gone. Yeah, he is something else. He is a sick fuck. Yeah, I love Contreras. He is so monster. sick in the head. He's got so many loose screws. I love it. I love it so much. And, and, and the mo- besides him being a beast at the plate, behind the dish, oh. he just lo- he wants you to run around on oh, play he's games. Daring. He's yes. daring. He's daring you to do all that. So I yeah. And he well, moves around all low and quick and he's got his butt stuck out. He's yeah, he's nah, so man. fucking dialed in. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a he he's a he's the real deal, Wilson Contreras. All right, so we get to the eighth. Yeah, now, yeah, we get to the eighth. Now let's talk now now let's talk about what's really going on here. All right. Lester did his thing. He gave up the home run to Rendon, and I believe gave up one one hit after that. One hit after one that. One hit after that. Yes. We get to the eighth, and we're in the middle of their order. These are their these are their bread and butter boys, by the way, who have been getting blanked. Off, off balance all night. Hendricks blanked him. Off balance. Lester blanked him. Yep. They had no answer for either one. They couldn't wait to get in the bullpen. Oh. So, we'll just jump right to Bryce Harper. Man on. Now, Madden decides to go with Carl Edwards Jr. Yes. When he's coming out, jogging to the mound, what are your initial thoughts? I know you know what happened now, but what were you thinking when he came out? I I know people out there who are aware of our bullpen. Um, they were a little bit nervous. Me, personally, I these things make me nervous by trade, so I'm automatically nervous, but I had confidence in Carl in that spot. I just did. I thought he pitched well two nights ago, and... Joe shows confidence in his guys when they execute, and he will run them back out there. I was a little bit nervous, like I said, just by trade, by instincts. But I did think that Carl was a decent option in that spot versus arguably the best player in the game in Bryce Harper. Now, with that being said, Carl gets to a point where he can't throw a lot of strikes. And he wasn't getting ahead of the hitter before that. I believe it was uh, Trey Turner. And he walked him. And he did, did the same thing to Bryce. Did not get ahead early with the fastball. Did not get ahead early with the curveball. Goes down 2-0. Gets a foul ball, 2-1. Then he really gets erratic and has to, has to let go of one. And he's, he's, he's overpitching a little bit. He's over-pitching a little bit. Gets a little bit erratic. 3-1 pitch comes. Um, 
I think Bryce knew he was going to get something slow and curvy in that spot. He knew that Carl had no more feel for that fastball. He knew it. He, he knew it. He was sitting on that pitch. That's what you call sitting on a pitch. And he got the 3-1 curveball. It stayed up in the zone. And he hit it 400 and God knows how many fucking feet. And that's what he's supposed to do. He is Bryce Harper for those reasons. He's that that's why that, that's who the fuck he is. If there fuck. if there is any situation of an all-world talent a la Bryce Harper sitting on a pitch and seeing a mistake, oh. it was it was that. Because oh. Carl Edwards threw up a lollipop. A lollipop, a, bro. A lollipop. Bro, that's a watermelon. We call that a if, watermelon. If we could if we if I had an angle that zoomed into Bryce Harper's pupils, if we had one of those OD wild cameras that could like if they could super zoom into his eyes when he saw that, they marble sized pupils. Huge. Huge. Molly pupils. I mean <laughs> Las Vegas <laughs> uh Encore Beach pupils. Yes. That's what we, he was at uh, rehab pupils. Rehab pupils. And I've never even been to fucking Vegas, but I know. Shout out to my boy Henry Hoffman. Ball is an, I mean, this is a no doubter bomb. Bomb, dude. Soon as it came off, it was 3 3. But before, before the pitch, honestly, like before the swing, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, before the swing, you could see this thing rolling into the, rolling into the strike zone. If, if you're a baseball sicko like myself and some of my other friends, you can just kind of feel these things a couple seconds before they happen. Things start to slow down. That's what good players do. They slow the game down, and that's what people who understand can see. The ball just came out of his hand a little too slow, a little too soft, and you could see the trajectory is going to run right into Bryce's bat, and it did. And if you're, and if you're ever watching a baseball game and you see a curveball come out and you can see the seams of the baseball – not clearly, but you can see the revolution of the ball, and it yes. doesn't. And it doesn't look like a like a white ball. <laughs> that is trouble. Trouble. It's bro. hanging, bro. There's not enough rotation on the ball. There's not enough velocity. The ball's not gonna bite like the pitcher wants it to. It was bad. It was bad. And, and it's trouble. It was bad. Now, let's and there was to, another home run hit. Oops. Now let's get to. We're gonna get to that, but let's get to Madden's decision about putting right-handed Carl Edwards. Against all world, all world talent, lefty mm-hmm. Bryce Harper. Now, Carl Edwards, in something that I read that was I was very taken back by. What's that? He's better against lefties than righties. Giving up two home runs against lefties, four against righties. Lefties batting one nineteen. Oh. Righty's batting 148. So Joe's sharp. So Joe knew that. There's no way he didn't. Of course he knew. But I don't care. <laughs> now let me tell you why. Because he's not seeing people, left-handed hitters, the caliber of Bryce Harper. Period. Period. It just doesn't happen. I don't care what I don't care. Two home runs, four home runs. Tit for tat, 119-148. That's a good number. That's a good difference yeah, there. Yeah, that's a, nice, but, that's a nice discrepancy. But let me tell you this. Bryce Harper, 26 home runs against right-handers. Three against lefties. See, that's... Now, if he knows, 
If he knows these Carl Edwards numbers of two home runs against lefties and none batting 119, and then four home runs against righties yes. and none batting 148, yes. then he has to know that Harper has 26 home runs against lefties. He knows or, everything. Against righties. He knows them all. He knows every single so, number there is to know. So, if you know that... You put in fucking Brian Dunsing. What is Carl Edwards doing in the game? Joe gambled on his numbers, and he took the side of his guy. He didn't. It's about weighing the numbers. He didn't decide to weigh Bryce's numbers against right-handed hitters. He decided to weigh his guy's numbers and our guy's numbers, Carl Edwards, against Bryce's uh, discrepancy there. So you have the righty. I'm like, okay, I got Carl who's good against lefties. Real good. Much better than uh, he is against righties. So I got confidence in him in this spot. That's where Joe weighed. He outweighed his guy's numbers versus Bryce's numbers. Is he if, wrong there? Is, there is, it, is it the wrong move? In hindsight, it was the wrong move. Yes, 100%. It should have been Brian Dunsing. The kid has been awesome. Lights out down the stretch. And he's a lefty. You got to go lefty-lefty there. Period. You, you have to go You got to go lefty-lefty. You do. Because if you remember the night before, you know what Dusty Baker doesn't do? He doesn't go lefty-lefty against Rizzo. Rizzo doubles and, yes. and brings a run in. Yes. Granted, Rizzo is the second-best hitter in the league, left-handed hitter against lefties. He's betting over, like, I think he's betting 312 against lefties. Is that true? This year, yes. But. For sure. Okay. I didn't know that. For sure. Good, great point. I'm just saying. Yeah. But I'm just saying. But he's, a, he's an outlier. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's yes. an outlier. So we need to apply you mean outlier, our like, terminology you to mean, it. You mean an outlier like Bryce Harper? Exactly. An outlier yes. like that? Yes. They're, the, they're, they're very similar hitters. They're similar dangerous fucking hitters. If I look at a number and Bryce Harper has 26 home runs against righties and three against lefties, he never sees a right-handed pitcher. Never. Never. In the history of the world. I don't give Especially a fuck. Especially in that spot, I, dude. Yes. I don't care if Carl Edwards Jr. is better against lefties. I mean, this I mean, dude is astronomically better against Against right-handed pitchers, Bryce Harper. Joe dropped the ball. Joe hit the pen a few times in the fucking tunnel. That's what he did. That's what he did, and he dropped the ball. I love Joe. I want to make a quick qualifier here. I never want to question Joe. I said this last show. Joe likes to keep us on edge. He understands that the the, the factor of the unknown uh, matters, you know, to both players, fans, all parties involved. Joe understands that these things are aren't going to be always the best decisions. These are big mistakes, though. I these are defer. These are huge mistakes. I always defer to Joe. I hate the decision last night as much as anybody else, but I'm over it. I'm not really over it. But I will defer to Joe. Bad decision. But like I said, I'll say it for the third fucking time. Defer to Joe. We don't have a choice, I guess. No, we don't. So we'll defer to Joe. But Joe made a mistake. So then, so then, he makes a mistake. Bryce Harper hits the ball 667 feet. I think it landed in the Potomac. Yeah, it's tie game. It's 3-3. And I'm then, vomiting. I'm vomiting everywhere then, at this point. Then, because it, it's even a bigger deal because these dudes were so dead. Oh, no barrels. No good at bats. Nothing. They were dead. Dead. 3-1. Going back to the only run they bring in is a pop up from Mendome that catches a, a a jet stream and goes out and goes opposite field. Hold on, it was not a pop up. I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna stand by it, that. That was okay. a professional. Okay, at that. how about this? What? It wasn't a pop up 
But it definitely wasn't a line drive. So we're going to have to meet in the middle then. Well, then what was it? I, it? It wasn't a line drive. It wasn't a pop-up. This shit was in the middle, I guess. <laughs> This shit, this was this was a this was a stop. pop up line drive. Stop, stop, stop. Because it definitely wasn't a line drive. I I gotta go back. Maybe I gotta go back and watch this shit again. It was. It was not I a high. That ball clipped the end of the bat, oh, and and it, it was it just snuck in the it almost just snuck in the foul pole. If you really want to go back and look. No, at real it. talk. That's what I thought. Whatever, whatever. It happened. I thought it was gonna be foul, low key. But anyway, so moving on. Montgomery comes in. He comes up lefty on righty against Ryan Zimmerman. If anything, one. this should be flipped. Bring in Montgomery for Bryce. And you know how it goes in the playoffs. This is at bat to at bat. I know. All day. I know, but Joe doesn't operate like that sometimes. It's fucking weird. It's weird. Is it wrong, though? Is it, is, is it too much vibe and energy and feel? Are we getting away from you don't throw a, a, a righty to a lefty in that spot, especially not Bryce Harper? Are, I, are we doing a little too much zenning? I I think probably, yeah. I think Joe does have that zen uh, vibe more so than the right decision. I do think he, 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 he yields on the side of fucking energy and I, I feel this. I'm going to go with my instinct here. I think sometimes his instinct needs to be checked. And like I've said – for the fourth time, defer to Joe. But he needs to alter some of his decision-making in these spots. He should have learned. He's been in fucking three World Series. He's been a part of three World Series teams as a both manager and bench coach. He, if not, maybe even more. I, th- I think the Angels went to the World Series two or three times in the uh, early early 2000s, but I have to double-check. He was their, uh, their bench coach at that point. Shout-out Barry Bonds. Shout-out Barry Bonds, man. <laughs> Shout out Barry Bonds, the best hitter, the best player we'll ever see. Angels in the World Series, I just think Barry Bonds. The best player you'll ever see, Lucas. Barry Bonds, the best player you'll ever see. You'll ever see. Yo, Loki, really quick, you should go back and look at the year that he hit those 73 home runs. Go look at his like, his stat number, his lines. I mean, it's I, I, look, out, I looked it's at him. unbelievable. His, his, his like on base, it's like 590. Dude, it's so out of control. Like, his walks? He had like 15 singles, 100, like 145 walks, like 40 intentional. Like, yep. it was wild, crazy. It, he was something like else. 380. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. crazy, yeah. crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah, a joke. And he got intentionally walked probably twice that year with, with the, the bases, bases loaded. loaded. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, okay, so Montgomery comes in. It's lefty. Uh, it's Now it's lefty on righty. Zimmerman takes care of business, hits another bop. Nothing good was gonna happen in that at bat. I don't know what the fuck Cubs fans thought, but I know what I thought, and I know we all felt sick as fuck when we saw that matchup. I know I did. I know you did. Yeah. Did, did you not? Did you feel? Did you feel comfortable in that spot, or were we still shocked from what happened? Like, I, what the fuck? I didn't feel comfortable just because I was already so uncomfortable. And exactly, it was all, it, like we. It, it was just bad. It was all bad because so, that's what we do to teams. We turn over teams like that. They for real. They, they did what what we do to teams, basically. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Real talk. They they turned us over like we turned teams over. Like when we were like we were in San Francisco last year, turned them over just like that. Or like we did to the Dodgers last year when Mickey hit that grand slam. Yeah, just like that's how we turn over teams. Dude. And so that's why it felt like it felt like I've seen this before because we do it. It felt so sickening. 
I felt so I, I legit felt sick. I had a basket of tenders and fries that I was eating, and I didn't finish them. I didn't finish the fries. It was one of those things when Harper went deep, the game was over. I didn't know how we were going to lose it, but the game was lost. It was done. We had no fucking chance of yeah. getting it. Nothing. Yeah, we had no chance to win that no game. No chance. So, all right, but let's, let's, let's talk about the big picture. At least it's not 2-0. If Washington. I, if I told you, because then we're going to get in, uh, we're going to get into talking about Game Three now. Now, if I if I told you we were going to go to Washington on when we did the when we did the first NLDS preview, yes, yes, and I told you we were going to Washington and it would and we'd come out back home in Chicago on Monday, Monday split one one. How'd you feel about that? I would feel okay, happy, I, right? Yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't be happy. No. <laughs> why not though? Why not though? Because I would not be happy. Why not happy though? Because I think because we should have won both of those games. Because I think, but that, okay, that's okay. Now, but now you're thinking about how it happened. If it I happened. If I would have told you before the series started, hey man, on Monday would you take us going back one one? I'd rather what would lose. You say? I'd rather lose game three being up two zero. No, 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 no. What would you say if I told you Monday mm-hmm. we're going back to Wrigley and the series is one one? Would you take that? Yes, I'd take it. Okay, but I wouldn't be happy. Fair. I'd take it, but I wouldn't be happy. I see. I like, think like I'm this, not happy okay, right now. The funny thing about all this is, is if we don't lose the game that way, it's not a big deal. Like if that's we would, not true. If we would have came out and lost that game seven three, it'd been like we split. Let's go back to Chicago. It's the fact that we had them on the ropes and it was three one. They come back, tie it up, and we blow the game. That's why it feels like this. Am I being illogical? I don't know. I wouldn't call it illogical. I would say that you're just upset. I'm pissed. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's the thing for me. I know we split and we're going back home. It's you're, the you're, way you're right. that we lost game two is what's kind of got people up in arms a little bit and got and has people nervous. If we would have lost that game 8-0, we'd have been like, uh, we split, we're going back to Wrigley. No problem. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So, but it was taken from us. So, if that's the thing. And... I, You're 100% I, right. And and the thing about this, too, is that momentum is a motherfucker, bro. That shit is, is, is a weird, weird thing. A lot of, a lot of wild shit I've seen happen with, with momentum. And they are going to be riding that shit into game, uh, game three on Monday. The first couple innings of game three Monday oh, are huge. gigantic. Huge. Especially gigantic, huge, enormous, whatever you want to use, bro. <laughs> huge, monstrous. Especially because, and you want to know why it's bigger? Because Quintana's starting. And we touched on this Friday or Thursday. We touched on this. Yep, we did. It's going to be his first playoff appearance. Yep. It's going to be a big moment. And uh-huh. it is it, it's it's bigger now that the momentum has flipped the way it has. Coming off of let's put them all together. Game one, Hendricks comes out dealing, blanks them, done deal, game over. Hey, and another and since while we'll get into game three, let's let's talk let's try to touch on game one since we just talked about game yes. two and then let's talk about game three. For sure. Because for sure. I want to talk about another Madden mistake. What Madden mistake do you what? Because Madden Madden tried to pull Hendricks early again. No, no. And John no. and and John Jay was in the bat and was was on the on deck circle, and he ends up not being able to come up and bat. And then Hendricks goes out and gets another inning. Is that why you told me that? Because I, I was I was that, wondering why you had that 
that's that what you that, that trigger he pulled so he, early. He I didn't. Tried, he tried to pull him out the game. I didn't notice that. I, I saw I saw John Jay enter, but that was in the seventh. Not, John Jay entered in the, the inning prior. I didn't notice was, that. Was in the on deck circle. We end up getting an out, and then he goes back down to the dugout. And Hendricks comes out. How many pitches was he at? He was like ninety one at that point. He yeah, was at, I think he had just hit like ninety eight, ninety nine. He was right at like around the hundred, but he was dealing, bro. You have this. His no dealing. dealing. Exactly. <laughs> so like that was another thing. It's like the, I know. these these late pitching decisions. That ends up working out, but it, it, it's not because it was the right move. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think he definitely should have had the intention of letting Kyle go through the seventh, no matter what. In that, Absolutely. In that spot. In that spot. What, what, what was the score at that point? Was um, it uh? Was it three nothing? It was three zero. Yeah, it was three zero. Gee. Oh so, yeah, because we just went through the order for the third time. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, we hey, we nailed that. By the way. Nailed it. We talked about that. So we sharp. That. We were so sharp on that. We were a little bit sharp on that. So, uh, yeah, game one, the boys, saw, third time they saw Strasburg, took care of business. But that's history now. It's 1-1 one, one going into Monday. How do you feel about the game on Monday? I, I want to hear your thoughts on Quintana. I know we've talked about it. I want to hear what you think the out, the, the outcome is going to be. Because yes. now Scherzer's going. Yes, he is. And and that was a question mark when we first talked on Thursday. That was going to be the big thing. If, Yo, they got us with the smoke screen, too, talking we, about, and we he's, talked not about go, he's not going to start this series. And we talked about that. Is it a smoke screen or is it not a smoke screen? We Such a smoke that. screen, bro. How do you feel going into game three? Scherzer-Quintana, Quintana's first playoff matchup. Tell me how you feel. Um, I feel very confident. I really do. And again, I am nervous. I'm a nervous wreck when it comes to these. I try to put a mask on and be cool and calm, but I'm I'm really nervous watching these games. I'm sure a lot of you are as well. But you can be nervous and still confident in your guy. And Quintana, nobody in this lineup has seen him. He came over from the American League. That's a great point. They hardly see the White Sox. I don't think anybody has more than five career at-bats against Quintana in this lineup, if I'm not mistaken. It might be even less than That's that. That's a great point. To be honest. So that is a huge plus for us. Not not a, a nice little addition. That's a huge plus. So that's one thing we need to lean on. Um, his strikeout numbers have been up. He's had four double-digit strikeout outings since he came over from the White Sox. And that's a little bit uncharacteristic of him, but he is just sharp. And, again, we talk about his, his, his uh, demeanor out there. His, his calm, cool, even keel type of uh, pitching style. It's going to play. It's going to play into this spot. It's a big spot for us. He knows that. He, like, I, like we talked about a couple days ago, he's been going through this in his head. He's seen the Nationals line up now twice. He has seen how Lester attacked them from the left side. He is going to take that approach tweak a few little things, throwing a couple little quirks to a few da- to a few certain guys, mainly Harper and Zimmerman, and probably Rendon. God, Rendon is so good. And so we need to make sure – sorry, I, I have a, a man crush on Anthony Rendon. I really do. I wish he was a Cub. Um, is, it, so is, it the, is it the flow too? Not even the flow, but in college, dude, this kid was so good in college. He was like number th- two or three in um, in the Golden Spikes Award, which is the MVP for the best college player. I uh, went to Rice University. He hit like four eleven, I think, one year in college, and like the guy just 
he's just an absolute stud. Um, I wish he was a Cub. But back to back to Jose. Um, all these guys have been in the National League for the bulk of their careers, like every single hitter. Maybe Howie Kendrick is the only one who's seen Quintana because he's played for a couple of AL clubs, but and he's not even a starter for the Nationals. Um, Daniel Murphy, New York Met, so none of these guys play. Yeah, I think that's none of these guys point. have faced Quintana. That's truly like that's huge. That's all we need to go by. Yeah, so I, I think them having never seen Quintana stuff. That's big for all us. All is big. Especially early in the game, like we talked. I know you got some numbers on Scherzer on the road. I do have some numbers on Scherzer so on the road. Let's talk about that because and those matter. They do, and this is a big. This is this is big. <laughs> this is big. Seeing seeing Scherzer come in the fold because I think we were just being hopeful that he wouldn't show up, but we knew he would deep, deep, deep down. In the back of our minds, we knew Scherzer was going to pop up somewhere. If it was the bullpen or wherever it was going to sure, be, for we were sure. going to see. Cause I don't even think I've seen him on camera. They haven't even showed him once. I don't think. Nah, like, it's they, like he's not even on the team. It's rogue. It's some <laughs> rogue shit going on for real. Rogue. For so real. tell me, uh, tell me about Scherzer. Yep. On the road. Yep. Cause man, we're going to see it live on Monday. We are, and Scherzer has been. One of the top two, three, four, five starting pitchers, probably top five for sure, over the last five years. This guy is consistently in the Cy Young hunt, um, has pitched for three different teams. And, you know, he comes at you you with a lot. Fastball, upper 90s, chills in that 94 to, to 97 range, can jump up to 98 just for shits and giggles when he needs to. Um, very, very intense pitcher. This, this is like a, this is a good kind of John Lackey. This is what John Lackey used to be. He's kind of he pitched with that same edge and that same emotion, but he doesn't really show it as much. He he, he kind of just keeps it all internal. He 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 grinds his teeth a lot. You know, he's he's fucking locked in. He he, he challenges hitters with fastballs that move two and three inches, and that that stuff, that combination, that fastball changeup slider combination. It plays on the road more than it does at home. This guy's ERA at home is in the sub threes. On the road, however, one eight two, 103 innings pitched this season on the road. Sean, for our boy Max Scherzer, ten and two record. Opponents are hitting one fifty six on well, uh, no, at home while he's on the road. They're at their home diamond hitting 156 because his shit is so gross. This guy has carried a no-hitter into the sixth inning five times this year. Five times. Who does that? Nobody does that. Yeah, nobody does that. He's virtually unhittable. Like He's one of the two or three guys that you can say has the potential to throw a no-no at any point. Now, with that being said, Anthony Rizzo owns fucking Max Scherzer. Period. Career 352 hitter. Two home runs. And over, I think it's about 15 at-bats. I don't have the exact number here. But it's more than 10 at-bats. That's sensational. Sensational. I'm pulling up right here because what we got for, for our boy Chris Chris Bryant as well. Yeah, yeah. Pull that up. and we and I, I, While you pull that up, I want to talk about a couple of things. First off, Chris Bryant and Tony Rizzo have been out of their mind. 
Oh my God, Rizzo! They've been out of his mind. They've been out of their mind, and they've been carrying us, no doubt. Which we, which we need them to do, which we, which we expect them to do. We do. We expect we definitely our do. two, three guys, and can, you can throw Contreras in there too. He's he's been doing his thing too. Brian Rizzo, Contreras, that two, three, four, have been raking. Period. Yeah, that's it. They've really done well. There's there's nothing else to say. And it, it's something to say about that because every game plan every scouting report has these guys tabbed as managers as coaches your one one key is to not let the other team's best players beat you period you know how many times they've discussed tony rizzo and chris fucking bryant do you know how much they've discussed these guys and then chris goes out there two two outs two strikes there's nothing you can do with them though Two outs, two strikes on Friday. He goes oppo like that. They're too, they're too good though. You can't really. They're MVPs. That. You either you either put them on base. MVPs. Give them, give, them, give them the free pass or stay so you you can't really you know like a guy like first off my favorite player in baseball Javi Baez no doubt but if you don't want him to get a hit you can pitch around Javi Baez. Yes, you can. You can't pitch around Chris Brown. Or just get himself out. Right, he'll get himself out. You you can't pitch around Chris Brown. He's no, too good. No. So I got the I got the numbers here. Yeah, Chris Bryant, eleven career at bats against Max Scherzer, one hundred average, not very good. Uh, seven strikeouts, um, one eighty two OP uh, on base percentage. So look for him to hopefully get off the Schneid and let the law of averages kind of uh, hopefully he runs into a fastball there. Tony Rizzo, however, ten at bats in his career against Max Scherzer, one home run, three hundred average, see ball hit ball well. That's his approach. That's awesome. And don't let him get deep in the game. Fuck Max. He's done. All of his stats are out the window. Let's fucking go. So, we'll see. Um, I'm excited to see that that matchup because that's that, I didn't know that he was that 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 good. That, that dominant good on the road again. I know. I knew he was that dominant on the road. I didn't know that Rizzo was that good against Scherzer. I didn't. I did not know that. Who do you want to see? The lineup come out for the Cubs on Monday because okay, let me give you the rundown last night. Um, <laughs> Almora Jr. is uh, in center. Then it goes Chris Bryant, Rizzo, Contreras, Russell, Zobris, Baez, Ian Hat, Lester. Yeah, I, I I was fine with the lineup. I had no qualms with it. Um, we talked about the bottom of the order. Um, I think Addison had some decent looking swings. Um, Javi was okay. Nothing nothing super electric. You want to stick uh, with that? Too, too many swings and misses. Defensively, yeah. Have you seen some of these plays that they've been making out there? Like, they, they're making it look easy. Yeah. But Addison is really, like, so smooth with his hops and his reads on the ground are amazing. Javi made that play in right field uh, on Friday night yeah. and made it look like he was supposed to make that was it. Light. But, like, people don't understand – how much ground he covered there in his first step there. Yeah, that was light for him. Though. It was light, but it's, like, so not light. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm he saying? He made it look very, very, he very. He made easy. it look light. But, yeah, I'm okay with the lineup. Um, I think against Keep the Hayward righty. Right? I think against the righty we'll see Haber back in there. We'll probably see uh, Kyle back in there just for the fact that he'll run into one. Uh, Max does give up home runs. That's one thing I will say about Scherzer. He does give up home runs. Um, that's kind of his only knock, I'm gonna say. But I'd like to see Schorber. I would too. I would too. I'm not sure Ian's gonna get another chance in there on uh, on on Monday a- afternoon. We got a 308 start. 
Cause he looked he, he looked jumpy as hell last night. He did look a little. He was over three. He looked a little. Yeah, he looked jumpy. He got he he's got a young owned. dude in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's, yeah, what, it's it, understood. that's what it looked like. He's twenty two. Low key, I thought he could have caught that home run for for a second. Like when I was watching the replay, I, I, feel I was like, that. my G, wait, like you didn't want to jump up and try to and try to grab that one time for the one time, but <laughs> but I guess he didn't really. He, really he wasn't feel like, feeling it. Yeah, no, he, he really, wasn't feeling he it. He didn't really feel like going up to get that. So, yes. Who's the pick to click Monday, tomorrow? Is is it going to be Rizzo? Because Rizzo and Brian are going to need someone else to come up big. And you, I'm picking Javi Baez, but I want to hear what you I want to hear what you think. You know who I think is going to actually have some offensive uh, juice tomorrow? Ben Zobrist. If Ben Zobrist is in the lineup, he's going to get off his schneid. He's on like a one for ten right now. Uh, I, th- I think he's bound to run into a ball. Uh, he's he's really good left-handed, much better left-handed in my opinion than right-handed. Um, I have no stacks to back that up at this point, but I just uh, just yeah. from based on what I watch, I think Jason is primed for a decent uh, at bat or two, maybe three. Uh, assuming he's in the lineup, he's actually hitting the ball in the air a lot more, which is good. Um, I think if Max makes one of those small mistakes and keeps the slider up, which he can do sometimes. Uh, Jason might pop something. So if he gets on base, he's obviously a steal, uh, threat to steal, um, a very high-level base runner. So I'm going to go with those those two, I guess, Zobrist and Hayward. I think they both are, are, are going to show up tomorrow and kind of take some of that pressure off of our beloved captain, Tony Rizzo. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I it, can't wait. It, it hurts my heart that we beat Strasburg and lost to Gio. You know what I'm saying? Because like, oh, because, I know what man, you because mean. Because we were all over Gio, and then now we got to go see Scherzer. Like, man, I wish we could have split, and then we're seeing Gio game three. You it's know what gross. I'm saying? Yes. So let's not underestimate that sh- that uh, that Scherzer's coming off that hamstring. That's nothing light. I think it was a smoke screen, but I don't think he's a hundred, hundred, hundred percent either. So we'll see what happens there. I think Javi Baez makes a defensive play, does some crazy shit on the base path. I think he makes, he makes a couple a play. defensive plays. Yeah. Yeah. He, makes, he makes a play or two he that does. get the crowd going crazy. And, yes. hey, I understand that he, he swings at a lot of bad pitches. We can live I, with it at this point, I right? We're it, fine with it. Yeah, we're kind of – it is what it is. But as you know, yes. he can get a hold of one of them joints too now. Yeah, Waveland. Yeah. See ya. So, we'll uh, – looking forward to the game on Monday. 308. First pitch at Wrigley. 308, baby. Monday. That means Monday afternoon in the city. The biggest work, game of the season. The work is cooked. Don't look for me. Yeah. I'm not available. Yeah. What's going to happen tomorrow? Are people just going to leave the office? I mean, or how are things uh, going to play out? Unless you really got some shit to do. I'm leaving at 3.30. I mean, I'm going to try to. If And if you don't leave, you streaming it. There's no way I'm going to be able to leave. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to have to find a TV. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to figure something out. We'll but see. Tomorrow, 3.08 Central Standard Time, Quintana versus Scherzer. Cubs Nationals NLDS Series tied 1-1. It's big time. It's go time. Let's get it.